if, if you sense Griff being hard on the protagonist, it's just because she has a boyfriend. I'm petty about it. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. Non <laughs> I'm Griff. I'm Kira. Hi, Kira. What's happening, Griff? What's new? What do you mean, what's new? I'm looking at a brand new married woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's new. It's true. How does it feel? It, it feels good to be married. In a way, it feels like a relief. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm content. Cool. How are you? I feel great. I had a blast at your wedding. Your family is so nice. Alex's family is so nice. And everyone had, I keep telling people, people are asking, everyone's asking, TMZ, <laughs> people in my hometown, how was the wedding? It was very like easy. It was fun and easy. And like every time I hang out with you and Alex, it, that, that's, that's what it is. It's just like very chill, very like intentional and very fun. Aww. People were like laughing the entire time, especially the people on the lounge, the lounge, the lounge people. people. Yes. <laughs> Do we want to explain what that was? I think we can so yeah. quickly. Okay. Some of you may have seen like on my Instagram stories, this um, incident that everyone is referring to as lounge gate at my <laughs> wedding, which is in and of itself a petty crime. Yep. 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 So basically. Alex and I wanted a cocktail party style reception, more cat. I've told this like 20 times. I keep telling, I, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we wanted like a more casual cocktail style reception. Mm -hmm. It wasn't logistically a great idea because we had a lot of older guests. So we settled on a hybrid where it was like assigned fixed seating mm -hmm. for our older guests. And then our friends, we were like, we'll put him in the lounge <laughs> and that'll be a blast. Like the tall boy lounge named after Alex's lounge. band. Exactly. Yep. Like they'll either be like out on this open porch or they'll be in this screened in porch with these leather chairs and this, these high top tables. Like it'll be a blast. And there was enough room for them, for everyone to have been assigned it, it indoors. Oh, at assigned seats. There was absolutely capacity we were certain this was going to be an amazing idea. Yeah. Not really thinking about the fact that we basically put all of our best friends outside of the wedding. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like zoo, like we were like reverse zoo animals looking in, <laughs> but like we were the minority group of like a number of people. It, from my perspective, it was hilarious when we like, when it dawned, like when we went, when we all went to sit down and like, we weren't finding our place inside the ceremony. And, and you know, there was like a shuffle of just like giggles, confusion. And then after a while, we were like, wait, this is actually the best place to be. Because That's we, what were, we, hope. we were right on Skinny Atlas Lake is gorgeous. Um, I can't wait to show you the river because hopefully we'll remind you of that. We were as close to the, the lake as anyone in your your party. And then it was just the perfect weather. It was a group of great people because they were, you know, they were all my age, your friends. Yeah. So it worked out. It was just like, it was perfect. It was such a funny memory. There was the a point in time in which speeches were happening and all the lounge people were peering through the like open windows. And I ran over and mm -hmm. go, you guys can come inside if you want. Because we didn't intend for you guys to be outside at that yeah. point. We meant for you to be inside, yeah, yeah. like around the dance floor or something. So people were, the lounge people were climbing through the windows, getting hoisted by other guests. Yes, like chaos. It was like we were like the the creatures from The Last of <laughs> yeah. Us, the zombies like coming in. But yes, you, you came over and you were like, y'all can come in if you'd like. And we were like... Oh, we didn't know that. Okay, thanks, Kira. And we, we climbed through the windows. I also think there's some narrative that I put all of you guys on the lounge. I did not do yep. that. Blame the woman. <laughs> 
No, it was perfect. And, you know, dinner was, you know, like efficient and like the speeches were so lovely. I did end up climbing through the window to listen to the speeches, you know, and then when everyone got up to dance, which seemed very after like dinner was fairly quick and we all blended together again. There was no classism anymore. I think that it was all eradicated when Alex's band performed and Zach, his bandmate, they finished their like very sweet song and Zach makes an announcement into the microphone. He goes, justice for the lounge people. We (laughs) won't stop till we get what we deserve. And we like, like primal beings, like our leader had been chosen, like cheered as hard as I've cheered in a long time from that. It felt like right. It felt like we were heard. He nailed it. And he's, he's so funny. Like he's everyone, so funny. Aaron's speech, your speech, Alex's speech, that little speech of Zach's, like it was just, the, it was such a lovely day. And I'm, I mean, I'm hopefully, and I'm sure you felt that as well. Well, I'm just so glad that you were there. And yeah. I will say Griff, it's not for nothing. If you feel that it was a really easy and fun day, yeah. that might also be a reflection of you and your vibe. Oh, that's true. My perspective, yeah. the lens that I was seeing. Because I'm through. sure somebody there was like, this is the shittiest. No, day. truly. I'm not joking. I mean, I wouldn't, I guess this is the show to spill the tea on, but like no one said that. And we, everyone was just so happy. It was so fun too, like talking about, and we'll get to the crime, everyone. I know you want it. Like your, your family and similarly, like my parents, when you see them next week, will like, they know you or they know of you from our show. And it was cool meeting your family and at least being like having them be familiar with who I was. And it just felt, you're right. I guess my perspective was very warm. I felt very welcome because of the show, because of you, because of your guests. So well done. Can't wait for the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Criminal. Criminal. All right. Today you're presenting because next week I'm presenting. That's right. Probably from From the the farm. So I'm, uh, I'll sit back and let you do your thing. Okay. Wait, one last thing. I have to say this. I have shows this Friday and Saturday in Providence and Boston. Okay. Tickets are in my bio on social media. It's my favorite show I've ever toured. It's it's an hour mm-hmm. long. I, I would love if you came or tell a friend in Boston to come. Share it. It's the one that I've been to twice, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't feel pressure to come twice. That's like best friend territory, but... <laughs> It's really worth seeing. So get your tickets now. Thanks, baby. Okay, crime time. Crime time. So it begins. Hi there, Kira, Griff, and whom it may concern. Mm, It'd be concerning lots of people these days. That's true. I would like to submit a petty crime that I committed, but I believe rightfully so. It's a pretty short story, but I figured you might like it. This petty crime took place a few years ago when I was in my last year of undergrad. I had elected to study abroad for the spring semester, and despite not knowing a lick of Spanish, I chose Argentina. Okay. Quick thought. Study abroad your spring semester of your last year, so you're not like... I think that's interesting, not like being present for the last quarter or whatever semester of college, but good for you. Perhaps spreading your wings a bit before you really take flight? That's fair. You could be like just transitioning into it, into real life easier. Argentina. Yeah. Work. Despite not knowing a lick of Spanish. <laughs> Any thoughts on that? Yeah. Muchos. <laughs> um, no, that sounds like an adventure. Um, I studied abroad. We can talk about um, You did too. Well, where'd you, sorry, where'd you go to? I went to London, not knowing any English. And no, I'm kidding. I knew all English. I will say the dialects there were tricky and people had a hard time understanding me too. But I went my fall semester of junior year. Because for me, senior year, I was like, I want all of my senior year. Where, where? Queen Mary University of London. No, your senior year. Where were you? Oh, um, 
Harvard, <laughs> Boston College. <laughs> okay. Okay. I consider myself to be an adventurous, outgoing person, and I'd been wanting to learn Spanish, so I started duolingoing and hoping I could fumble my way around town. Okay. Good luck. I was placed with a host family, which I was really excited about because I hoped they'd help me practice Spanish and show me cool things about their city and culture, etc. Another student was also placed with me, and crazily enough, she was from the same city as I was. Okay. Different colleges, but same hometown. Cool. That's helpful when you don't know the language and you're abroad. I was really excited because I thought this experience would be such a fun way to make a new friend. I mean, how crazy is it that we both ended up in South America and yet lived only a few flu few blocks away? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> only a few blocks away. <laughs> that is cool. That's like cinematic. We should be friends because of this. I'm sure they built out a really lovely friendship. <laughs> well, spoiler alert. Yeah. This girl and I did not become friends. Oh, no. Here's some background on this girl. Her name was Brynnini. Brynnini? Brynnini. 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 <laughs> okay. B. Brynnini. Brynnini. B-R-I-N-N-A-N-Y. Brynnini. Brynnini. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. And she got so mad if someone misheard her or didn't understand and called her Brittany. Oh, so exactly what I just did. Okay, that's tough. Also just noting, it's a different name, but I did the same thing to it. Okay, got it. Which happened quite often in a city that doesn't speak English, Mm -hmm. let alone this weird white person, I'm special than you version of a name. Ooh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like we have not conventional names. I know you get a slew of different types of pronunciations and different names. I get Chris all the time, which is why I don't like the name Chris. Sorry for every Chris out there, but I'm I'm petty about it. Yeah. But I also am like, I'm not like freaking out when people don't understand the first time because I'm like, it's not Steve. Yeah. So help And if you were in Argentina, you wouldn't be like, very true. You should say Griff the first time. That's true. Yep. Very true. Brinnany. Brinnany. Tough. (laughs) Tough. Tough, tough, tough. (laughs) Anyway, she initially demonstrated some interest in being my friend, and we went on a few outings together throughout our time there, mostly in the beginning. I was grateful because she spoke Spanish pretty fluently, and she didn't mind helping interpret for me. However, well, wait, thoughts on that? Uh, Yeah, helpful, helpful, right? Like Incredibly. Because in in life, if you're placed with someone and it's kind of like, oh, we're in this together. And especially if that person has a skill set that you don't have that could literally help you survive, maybe like swallow whatever little pettiness is arising between you for the sake of being able to go to the grocery store and get what you want. That's true. And it's probably annoying for Brynnini to have to translate for you. That's true. Because I'm sure in (laughs) in Brynnini's mind, she's like, why would you come here not knowing like foundational language of this language. Uh, uh, yeah, a, yeah, a wild choice. Yeah, okay. Although, immersion, but then unimmersion because of the room. Anyway. Yeah, I hope she's practicing because yeah, immersion, like do the work, don't get it just translated for you. Mm. So, okay. It soon became apparent that Brindany was very self-centered. <laughs> On our outings, we really only ever did what she wanted to do and only ever talked about her. Oh. She wouldn't even ask follow-up questions like, well, what about you? Mm-hmm. To my getting to know you questions. Got it. We have experience with this with the uh, temperature draft case, Mm -hmm. um, not reciprocating questions or interest. And you got to do that. What you going to do? What you going to do? Yeah. In a country you're stranded in, not knowing the language, 
tied to one person who does that speaks her language. Yep. Brittany. She also flaked on our plans a lot, which as someone who didn't speak much Spanish was a little hindering, but I do recognize it was my own fault for living in a country where I didn't speak the language. But also, <laughs> Brittany, it was just plain rude. Yeah, okay. Yep. Especially because she usually canceled plans to FaceTime with her boyfriend of three months. <laughs> three months means nothing to our protagonist. It's a lifetime for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, college boyfriend of three months, and then you head to Argentina. Yep. Well, what are your thoughts even with like, like going somewhere to immerse yourself in this culture and like checking in with your significant other, regardless of how long you've been together? Is there like an appropriate cadence to that? So you're not just on FaceTime the whole time? Or is it just like you do you? I guess it's hard. Yeah. Because sometimes like, when you're in a, we have this characteristic, I feel like as people, even when we're immersed in a really new and different experience, we like crave the familiar. Yeah. So yeah. you might find yourself FaceTiming the boyfriend, like Brynn might be FaceTiming Chris even more than she would FaceTime Chris if she was just <laughs> at college. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's fair. Yeah. Cause you're, it's immersing yourself is great. And I, I've, I've done it. I haven't done it in a, uh, in a country that doesn't speak English. Mm. So I'm kind of, grain of salt with what I'm saying, but yeah, it's nice to like find you said something that just makes you feel at home when you feel like the most not at home you've ever felt in your life. So, okay. I'm backing off. Of what do you and, think if you had a three month boyfriend named Chris and you went abroad, are you on FaceTime every night or are you like, we talk once a week? Girl, if I found a boyfriend, I would not be <laughs> leaving his side in three months. <laughs> I would burn my yeah, passport, no, 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 no. baby. I'd have handcuffs and I'd be by his side the entire time. Um, I think once a day. Okay. Like uh, going to, I, I guess, well, I guess time difference, same hemisphere, but yeah, I would say once a day. Damn. Well, we're on Brittany's side then. Cause that's what she's doing. Okay. Okay. Br okay. Brittany so far is not committed to cry. Other than asking follow-up questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which okay. I don't know. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Brittany was very upper middle-class privileged and was constantly talking about money. She was obsessed with saving money and talking about saving money and deals and discounts in the way that only rich people do. Interesting. So frugal poodle, but does it need to be? Yeah. Okay. We've, we had a Patreon episode too of someone who was, would be assumed to have money, but you also don't know their full situation and y'all just met. So, yeah. okay. But I kind of, I kind of fear that because I work with, I serve very wealthy people and it is sometimes very funny the wealth, there's a correlation sometimes. The wealthier they are, the more they're looking at their bill. How the rich to make stay sure, rich, baby. Sorry, why did you charge me for this vegan ranch? Why did, what? It's like, yeah, exactly. How the rich stay rich. So I get that. Because I'm frugal by like sheer survival. So that would rub me, that, it would rub me some way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, talking about money all the time is. Yes. Gosh. 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 That's <laughs> <laughs> Also, wait, sorry, last thing. <laughs> I feel like we say upper middle class when we mean upper class. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, the middle class is quickly becoming obsolete. Yeah. Um, like I've, I, I've heard peers like from, like from our college yep. describe themselves as upper middle class. And I remember saying like, you're not upper middle yeah. class. Your dad is like a foot yep. surgeon and your mom is a lawyer, you yeah. are upper class. Yes. You are in the top 5% yep. of the nation's wealth, probably 1%. Yes. Yep. Stop describing yourself as upper middle class. <laughs> 
it's just not true. You're right. Because we have, we now have, and we've always had, but like very public figures that are absolute billionaires, like ungodly types of money. Mm. So obviously comparatively to them, maybe we're upper middle class or those people are. I definitely did not grow up upper middle class, but you're right. It's like, I think a very helpful way for parents that have a lot of means to communicate to their kids a sense of humility without betraying the fact that they do have money. Mm. Um, so I would I would take upper middle class over like middle class or like I struggled obviously more than that. But yeah, what is upper middle class? It's like, I think like- Like teacher, parent, and then like- Like two teacher parents. Yeah, okay. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm talking out of my ass yep. a little bit. And also, Brittany, I don't know your finances we at all. We don't know, Brittany. I've just observed all. we're yeah. using upper middle class. Yep. Anyway. Let us know what your upper middle class thoughts are. <laughs> Brittany, send us your, send us your taxes. I'm going to be thinking about that. Okay. <clears throat> I remember during one of our first outings, Brittany found a fake Gucci belt and she was so excited. I didn't get at it. I couldn't care less about brand names. And quite frankly, I thought the belt was ugly, <laughs> but I dutifully tried to support her since she was so excited. Okay. I took some really cute golden hour photos of Brittany and her belt and she <laughs> captioned the photo on Instagram, which is faker, the belt or the smile. Whoa, Brittany. Okay. <laughs> Wait, that puts into context her vibe a little better for me. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. She's funny. She is. Um, <laughs> she is. I'm like kind of, or I'm like maybe leaning more towards protagonist emotions. Okay, because it's again, it's like you maybe don't, maybe you could afford it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, sorry. Let's we'll we'll keep going. I, I don't think Gucci belts are that great. They're very trendy. It's an obvious sign of like flash and wealth, right? It's like mm. any kind of designer accessory. Yeah. I just don't always need to be seeing a G with your outfit. Mm-hmm. And I'm my first name is G. And I love a G. I know. Yeah. That's so fun. I'm I'm seeming to like be more team protagonist. Okay. And you seem to be Brittany reincarnated. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I find the caption, which is faker, the belt or the smile, to be very funny because it's just so confusing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that I can agree with. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, throughout our time in Argentina, I tried to be understanding that everyone communicates differently. Brittany probably wasn't intending to come across this way. And sometimes you can be friends with someone that you don't see eye to eye with. Well, I know that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Flash forward to the end of the semester. My boyfriend was coming to visit me in Argentina once (gasps) classes ended. I wonder how much... Our protagonist was on FaceTime with her boyfriend. Yeah. She chose to include that a little late in her email, huh? Bearing the lead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, there's a phrase for that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Her boyfriend's coming. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. <clears throat> Hopefully she is. <laughs> I was nervous about coordinating travel plans and such with another person in a language. I was still pretty nervous and stumbly on. Okay. So she's gotten only a tiny bit better. Yeah. Speech. She's done Duolingo twice. <laughs> uh-huh. But mostly she just walks around the city with Brittany. With Brittany. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brittany's flight was a few days before my boyfriend was going to arrive. So two weeks before she left, I asked her if I could have her subway card when she leaves so I didn't have to buy one at the train station for my boyfriend. Yes. Brittany said it would be no problem. We got them for free through our study abroad program anyway. A week later, I double-checked with her that she was still okay with giving her subway card, but this time, Brittany became a little cagey Mm. and weird and was like, why can't you just buy another one? I explained my nerves and she kind of sighed and said, 
fine, but that I have to return the card to her when I arrive back in our city. Okay. That I can understand because I've kept my cards from study abroad, like my card for the, uh, what's it called? The tube in London Uh and Boston, my Charlie card, even I go to Boston a lot, but, um, I would like a little memento. So, (sighs) okay. Wait, I could go both sides on this, but yeah. Like, okay. okay, Imagine it's the last week of your study abroad and I'm like, Hey, my my boyfriend's coming. Can I have your tube card? Would you give it to me or no? I would, I think I would give it to you and I would even give it to you if there was money still on it. Like, and I don't think I would ask you to like Venmo me what, what was left on it. It's just like, I'm not going to be, I want this for a memento. I obviously cannot use my tube card in Boston or LA or wherever. Mm -hmm. So like use up the money or also to go to waste. And then I would probably be like, can you just like send it to me after? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can pull out my bulletin board. But no, I would, that is just pragmatic. Okay. And we're friends. So we're understanding. We're friends, but she's not super close with Brittany. I know, but they're like in the same, but they're like together every day eating dinner together. Yeah. I wonder what this weird, like non-clicky vibe must be like, ruminating there doesn't seem to be some kind of like uh like event that has split them apart right no it's just they're not vibing super they're well just together. not vibing okay yeah <laughs> so anyway <laughs> so yes Brittany said i would have to return the card home to her i thought that was kind of weird why would she need an argentine subway card in the pacific northwest <laughs> but i said no worries we only live a few blocks away from each other the day of her flight Brittany was all packed up and about to head out, but she hadn't given me the subway card yet. For context, she was taking a taxi to the airport, so she literally did not need it anymore. So before we said our goodbyes, I asked her for the card again, and she was really cagey and weird about it. I could tell she didn't want to give it to me, and she had made me promise multiple times that I would return it to her when I arrived stateside before finally relenting and giving me the card. Yeah. It's like, I get the contract, girl. I'm giving this card back to you. It's real simple. I didn't understand why this subway card, which only cost $2 USD, by Mm -hmm. the way, was such a big deal to her. Well, like you said. Yeah. But like, I don't, again, like, I would just be like, yep, but give it back to me because I want to keep it as a memento. She is right. Our protagonist is right. It's like, you are creating kind of a fuss over this like $2 card, but tis the nature of our show. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Fusses. So she eventually handed it over after like a final kind of like. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like when you ask to borrow something, if somebody's being cagey, you just kind of stop asking. Yeah. Well, Kira, when have you ever asked to borrow something? Oh, I don't ask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, I promised I'd give it back to her. And again, we lived so close to each other in the Pacific Northwest. And also, if she did want to return to Argentina at some point, she spoke nearly fluent Spanish and could afford a $2 USD subway card. Within a few days of me returning home, she DM'd me on Instagram asking for the card. (laughs) She was talking her stories. I was feeling really petty about (gasps) the whole thing because I had done nothing. What do you think is going to happen? Is she going to lie and say she lost it and keep it secretly? You're about to find out. <laughs> I was feeling really petty about the whole thing because I had done nothing but try to be this girl's friend. And she was nothing but self-centered <laughs> and rude the whole time we were together. Well, And she was demanding this little plastic card she would never, ever, ever use again. I worked at the library at the time, so feeling petty, 
I demagnetized the card <gasps> using the library's demagnetizer. So it would be useless if she ever returned to Argentina and tried to use the card again. Are you kidding? That is iconic. <laughs> but hey, I did return it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's Mission Impossible shit. I literally just binged all those movies to watch the new one in theaters. That is iconic. Yeah. Don't sleep on librarians, y'all. They're quiet, but they're deadly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Is that the end? The end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is pretty much the end. Wow. Okay. So she handed it back. <laughs> Scroll. Yep. Okay. Well, like we like what we said. Oh, I guess we'll we'll get into the verdicts because we'll flesh this out. That was a great ending. That was a one of the better endings I've had in a while. Mm. Do I have any final thoughts before we go into the verdicts? Yeah. We we already kind of were like, Meh. you didn't did you try to be as close to her as you, you could? We don't know. Yeah. We see the email. We were in Argentina. I would love to go there one day. Um, maybe I could ask her for her Metro card. Well. Yeah, probably. probably yeah, I won't get anywhere, but okay. I think I'm ready for the verdicts okay. if we want to flesh them out. Yes. Before the verdicts, I'll give you a little bit of an update oh, on shit. the story, okay. which is rare. Brinnany and Chris have not returned to Argentina and Brinnany has probably lost the card by now. Okay. Well, yeah, we don't. We yeah, don't know that. We don't know that. And I wonder if Brittany and Chris are still together. Also, we never heard what happened with our protagonists and our boyfriend's time. Yeah, we kind of skimmed over it. I guess it I guess yeah. it went well and the card worked. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know if it didn't. Yeah. She says, anyway, hope you enjoy the story. <laughs> <laughs> we did. That was, I mean, an awesome that story. That is good. Yeah. Yeah. That's the definition of petty because I would never think if someone handed it back to me and she's not testing it, right? She doesn't know that it's not working. She's not in the country. She to probably do it. has no idea. No idea. Oh my God. This is very petty. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, it's, it's verdicts o'clock. Verdicts o'clock. Perfect. Tell me if you think I missed any verdict questions. Okay. Is it a petty crime to study abroad your final semester of senior year in a country where you know effectively none of the language? I'm emotionally, I'm going to say yes. Oh. Yeah. I just, I don't get it. Like I, you know, maybe they didn't have the best experience at home in their college or we did bring up the point. It's like, well, we're leaving the nest anyway. Might as well like, like shake me awake and kind of like get me ready to survive. Which yeah, shake your tail feathers. She didn't really do. She had like a translator. <laughs> she didn't learn the language. Her boyfriend visited her. Mostly jealous about the boyfriend. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if, if you sense Griff being hard on the protagonist, it's just because she has a boyfriend. Just because I'm jealous. Uh, don't ever bring it up again. No, guilty. I, I just don't get it. And for that reason, I'm saying guilty. Hmm. I disagree. Okay. Well, I think you're welcome to study abroad somewhere you don't know the language. I do not find that to be a petty crime, but I, I'm not in charge today. Last semester of senior year. For me, it's like, I want to like, and maybe she closed the chapter her fall semester, but like, I'm I'm very much like sentimental with like closing neatly chapters that I'm kind of coming out of when I can. And so, I mean, it was very common for our school, Boston College, to have their students study abroad their junior year. Mm -hmm. And I had a few friends study abroad senior year, fall semester, but most of my friends were like really adamant that we close out college together. But that was BC's energy. I don't know what school she went to. Yeah. And so... You're guilty, guilty for not loving college. Yeah, yeah for hating college. <laughs> um, okay. Is it a petty crime to rely on your roommate to translate for you? Damn, I'm 
ruling guilty on a lot of these. Yes. Hmm. Only because where was I recently? I was somewhere recently where it was just really encouraged to like know the language and try. And it was probably when you were in either Iceland or were you? Yeah. Was it? It was Norway. It was the Norway. Uh, it was the stop after Iceland on that shoot. Um, and I was with my buddy Zach, and he was explaining to me kind of his experience with English and Norwegian. Yeah, I just feel like it's it's very American sometimes to like, oh, I want to have like an experience. And you know what it was? It was Emily in Paris. That's exactly what it was. It wasn't <laughs> me. It was Emily. She moves to Paris, and like the one of the other characters is kind of like, you moved to Paris not knowing any French. That's really American and kind of like not very sensitive in a joking way. It wasn't yeah. like serious. It's Emily in Paris. So just like, I don't know, don't just learn the language a little bit enough to like survive a little or like go to the grocery store, or like get a taxi or something. I think. All right. I'm ruling. Yeah. And that's your rule. Yeah. Emily in Paris, you're guilty of a petty crime. Yeah, Emily in Paris. That's exactly. I was like, Iceland, Norway. No, it was <laughs> Netflix's Emily in Paris. <laughs> I'm glad we got there. Yeah. Okay. And finally, the big, Kahuna in two parts. Okay. It is it a petty crime to ask somebody for something trivial and keep asking and keep confirming when they seem cagey about it? No, I find her innocent for that. Okay. Because the it is a trivial item, but like while you're in country, it is pretty helpful. Mm. Um, I guess I forget why she didn't have her own card. I guess they probably, she wants it for the boyfriend. Oh, got it for the boyfriend because they both have to tap in. Um, no, I don't find that guilty. And it's kind of like <sighs> on my end, if you asked me for that and I was like, yeah, but like make sure I get it back. So I want it as a memento. Then like I would make a mental note last day to just be like, leave it on Kira's bed. Yep. Just to really get ahead of it. But she seemed really cagey about it. Uh, maybe she was bitter that like our protagonist really, like we said, didn't like settle in and needed her. They didn't obviously vibe very well together, but I find that innocent. Right. You need it. And she's told you that you can have it. So like, you gotta get it. Yeah. yeah. And finally, is our submitter guilty for demagnetizing <sighs> the Argentinian subway card at her library? Oh my gosh. For the plot, it was so good. <laughs> No. So she's guilty for everything yeah. else. And she's not guilty for this. It's She's not only because like, when is, uh, what's her name? Brittany, when is, has she gone back to Argentina? Does she know well, it's yes. demagnetized? She and Chris are getting married there. They are? Oh, <laughs> no, I, was like, I missed that entirely. I slept on that. <laughs> um, I would have still said uh, she's innocent for it. No, it's like, I know it's so petty, but I'm I'm here for it. Like I think it's funny. It's not gonna like drastically impact her life. She's literally not in Argentina anymore. She's using it for a memento. It's not gonna be used. And I don't know the caginess of not giving it to her so like willingly after saying you you would is I feel I feel like that's a cute little response to that. <laughs> what do you think? I agree. Okay. I'm <laughs> about it. Okay. Yeah. That's iconic. Uh, it's so good. It is. I would never think to do that. That's the epitome of petty revenge is mm-hmm. like exacting it in a way that the other person might not even ever know. Yep. That, you know? Yep. I think from doing the show, that's exactly it. It's never, it doesn't always have to be a kind of like, I do this, you react to that, which sometimes makes for a great like story when you all submit them. But sometimes it's like, I'm going to do, it's the equivalent. I would never do this. It was the equivalent of spitting in someone's food. Uh-huh. That is that is gross. I would never co-sign on that. But it's like 
that person doesn't know you're enacting revenge on them. So like that is, that's interesting territory for me. It'll never show on a trotting horse. And that's the end of our show. It is, but I do have one more question. (laughs) (laughs) What what question? I just want to know the caption. uh, What, which is faker the belt or the smile? I just think it's really annoying. Like it's an, it's an annoying caption. Cause it's like, I think it's so funny. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Cause it's like, is this a real Gucci belt or is it fake? Meaning like I could have, I can afford the fake one, but I can also afford the, the real one. So like you decide. And then with the smile, it's like, am I actually having a good time in Argentina or am I hating it? To me, both of those camps are really annoying to me. I hear you. Okay. I have a different interpretation. Oh, but Kira I just braced herself physically for this. <laughs> I think it's self-deprecating. Yes. Like you see this Gucci belt? It's fake. So is my smile. You know, you know what? It is depends on the tone, like so many things. Yeah. I can see the self-deprecation, I guess, with the context our protagonist was reading mm. and the fact that she's like, I think she's a rich girl pretending to be frugal. Right, 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 right. I'm reading it the way that she's colored it. Beautiful. Yeah. So and that's what's tough about captions. Yeah. <laughs> and the crime submitted to us. That's why every caption should just be the emoji in a cowboy hat. Oh, or maybe voice captions one day where you can click it and it'll be red. Right. It'll be, which is yeah. fake of the belt of the smile. Yeah. And I'll be oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so self-deprecating. <laughs> okay. Now it's really over. Yeah, it's over. Goodbye. Thank you for submitting. This was a really, really good petty crime. Very good. I hope we weren't too hard on you. <laughs> I hope we were. <laughs> Welcome back and sponsor alert. We're so excited. We once again partnered with Hello Adorn. It is a jewelry company. You can often spot Griff and I sporting their pieces. I recently ordered a whole bunch for my wedding. I ordered the hair chain for Sean, my bridesman. Griff has that too, I know. And a bunch of them like dainty pearl necklaces and earrings for my bridal party. I also love the Maeve chain, the Lenny choker. If you look on our Instagrams, we stay wearing Hello Adorn. We love them. And as a reminder, Hello Adorn's jewelry is designed and handmade in the U.S. using high-quality materials that are meant to last. And they've recently just launched their Zodiac and Bloom collection. Kira, what is your Zodiac sign? It is a Virgo, and I'll be wearing the Virgo and Bloom necklace. And I will be sporting a cancer sign because I am very, very emotionally intelligent and I cry a lot. Shop HelloAdorn.com slash Petty and use code PettyCrimes for 10% off your first purchase. That's helloadorn.com slash petty with code petty crimes. Thank you, Hello Adorn. And now it is time for a quick criminal or minimal segment. I've got one that I was thinking about the other day in LA. Mm. Can I start? Also, our our listeners hate when they take the time to send theirs in and they're like, oh, Griff just keeps choosing his. <laughs> criminal or minimal, Kira. Runners who jog in place while waiting at a crosswalk. Minimal. Okay. Criminal <laughs> or minimal. Desk treadmills. Desk treadmills. Mm-hmm. Like um, a walking pad under a desk. Um, criminal. Hmm. I just, yeah. It's probably noisy and also like, I'm all about like being convenient, but like it really should not be work. You should not be working and like, Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. Just criminal. <laughs> criminal. I just like them separate. Like, carve out the time. They both mean something. Boom. Boom. Uh, oh, yeah. This is the one. Criminal or minimal. Requesting criminal or minimals from your listeners, but creating your own topics during the podcast. 
Submitted by Fabio Turco. Yeah, absolutely yeah. Criminal. criminal. Criminal or minimal. Submitted by K underscore Co. Calling someone your work wife or husband when you have a partner. Criminal. Oh, yeah. Would that be a different answer a few weeks ago now that you are a wife? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think work wife is a great flirty term mm-hmm. among singles in the office. Okay. I agree. I think once you're in a relationship, you're being a freak. I agree. <laughs> Love a freak, but uh, not in the office. Right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Criminal or minimal gift registries for a wedding? Important question before I answer. Did you have a gift registry for your wedding? I did, but the top of mine said, please feel free to ignore. Oh my God, of course it did. <laughs> um, Minimal. I think... It's like demanding someone buy something off of the registry. Yeah. Maybe a little more criminal, but like y'all are starting a new life together. It's part of the tradition. I've seen people do like, instead of a gift registry, it's like a, a honeymoon fund, mm-hmm. which is cute too. Um, no, I'm like milk people for what they're worth. <laughs> All right. One more criminal or minimal Cutting off the sleeves on an undershirt because they're gross and stained, but continuing to wear the shirt. Minimal. <laughs> you're so grossed out. Um, I guess making it sleeveless, right? No, you're right. Minimal. I don't know why I had a visceral reaction to that. I think, well, I mean, the idea of taking a pair of scissors and cutting out the sweaty pits on a t-shirt yeah. is freaky, but it's yeah. a good idea. I low-key don't really wear t-shirts that much anymore because of that reason. Because it's sweaty. I, yeah, they will get stained and I'm just like I'd rather you'd rather dress s- like a lacrosse bro like you're you are right now yeah I've got my NASCAR penny on <laughs> you didn't know I was a lacrosse bro I've handled many sticks not a lacrosse stick can we do two more come let's on let's do that of course oh it's your turn um criminal or minimal when somebody asked you to go see a movie saying ooh I was actually planning on seeing that by myself <gasps> that happens to me so much <laughs> that happens to me all the time <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> but minimal because there are certain movies that I do want to see by myself. Like Barbie, I really wanted to see by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause it was like more of an experience, like a personal experience for me. Um, I had thoughts on it, obviously, as you heard a few episodes ago, but, uh, minimal criminal. If it's like every time you ask that person and they're like, I get it. You like seeing movies by yourself, but like, come on. Right. But there are better movies for like shared viewing experiences. I also hate leaving the theater and like my friends, especially in LA because they're film people immediately being like, well, I like this, but I didn't like this. And I wish this, it's like, just let it marinate. And when I'm by myself, I don't have to worry about that. Hmm. So minimal, but like for like, for me, it's like horror movies or action films. I want a buddy. Sure. Except if it's Kira, cause she tends to grip hard. I do. I'm I'm nothing. I'm a walking crime in a movie theater. I'm either housing popcorn like Winnie the Pooh or I'm doing it. I am death gripping Griff. Yeah, yeah. But it's worth it because it's fun. And rare to find friends that like going to scare movies. Okay, so the door to the room we were in just opened by itself. This is a shout out to last episode, which was the two girl, one ghost collab. Freaky. Criminal or minimal? Kissing a stranger's dog on its head in front of its owner. <laughs> um, c- criminal. Oh, yeah. 
Because I don't want you to get bit in the head. Oh, I wasn't thinking. Of that. <laughs> That's a really, yeah. I was more thinking like, oh, I kiss them there all the time. I don't want like your lips there. But yeah, I've been very, a lot more wary. I, one of my friends in LA like got attacked by a very like placid dog. It just was in the wrong mood. Like friend of, like very good friends with the the dog owner, familiar with the dog. And the dog was just like not having a good day. And it's, it's been a, a mini saga for sure. I guess if you want to kiss a dog on the head, you should say, may I kiss your dog on yep. the head? Yep. Is your dog friendly? Is your dog friendly yeah. enough for me to kiss on the head? Yeah. I'm, I have intentions to kiss him on the head. Yep. <laughs> yeah. you, you may kiss yes. him on the head or don't kiss yep. him on the head. And then always like I do the little like uh-huh. smell of my, you know, like someone's kissing my hand. Exactly. With the dog's nose. Kiss the ring. Yeah. Kiss the ring, but with the dog's nose. And <laughs> yeah, because I I think I'd rather have my finger bit than my face. Better go fingers first. Yeah. Because you don't use your hands as much as your mouth. I don't. Notoriously. <laughs> and that's why I'm climbing the ladder in Hollywood, honey. <laughs> Very slowly, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Do not recommend. <laughs> Till next week. Stay petty. <laughs> hey, I'm Talia Lickstein. And I'm Jake Cornell. And we're the hosts of a new podcast in the Sick Bird family. Basic Training. Navigating social situations is hard. Not for us, but apparently for everyone else. So we're here to help. Every week, people will call in and tell us about their fights, awkward situations, dating disasters, and ask what we would do to help solve their problems. The best part is we don't always agree. Check out Basic Training wherever you get your podcast.